Good afternoon, I'm George Matthews, your host for Victoria Arts. My extra special guest today is Daryl O'Neill with Victoria Symphony. Good afternoon, Daryl. Good afternoon, George. The, the 50th season is going to be our greatest so far because it is the one we're, <laughs> we're in now. But we're into the second concert for, the, uh, for this season and we have a returning guest, don't we? We do. We have the uh, cellist, uh, composer, arranger, and businesswoman, uh, Tina Guo, uh, who uh, many of our uh, patrons will know about four years ago. She was here and um, played um, the Sanson Cello Concerto and then and played an encore from uh, her uh, famous on her famous uh, electric cello uh, uh, of from the uh, Wonder Woman movie, where which she played on the soundtrack, and um, it was great to have somebody not only has uh, classical chops, yes. but also does a variety and mostly uh, outside of classical a variety of things with her cello. I mean, she she tours Europe with. Uh, with Hans Zimmer's The World of Hans Zimmer, and then and uh, she's a spokesperson. I just went recently for Ritz Carlton Hotels and for Bentley Motors, and um, she writes music and does some arranging. Uh, she's got a sound library of cello. Uh, 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 One wonders when she might <laughs> I mean, when she might sleep because it <laughs> sounds like she's doing twenty six day hours uh, and every twenty four day yeah, hours. Very busy, but. Um, yeah. So you with the same songs last time, uh, what is she going to play this time? Well, uh, last time she, as I said, she played the Sanson Concerto, and uh, we found that there were fans of hers that came from out of town, and they were a little disappointed because even though it was great to hear her play, of course, the classical concerto, they knew her because she plays movie soundtracks and mm. uh, video game backtracks and, and uh, all this crossover stuff. So we thought that this time we'd, we'd mix it up a little bit. So instead of doing uh, just a straight classical concerto, she will be playing um, the first movement only of the Haydn cello concerto in C major. So that's no small feat. Yeah, but the, just the first movement because we wanted to save room for her to play Ogwe Ascends from the movie Kung Fu Panda. And there's a cello solo that that, that gets played uh, during this character's uh, ascension into another realm uh, in the the animated feature. And uh, so she's going to be playing that. Uh, She's also going to be doing cello solo that uh, appears in the video game Journey. Many video game players will know that game. On the uh, soundtrack of the game, you can hear Tina playing, as well as uh, on the release of the top uh, tracks from Journey, which is a, a, on a separate CD that was uh, produced by the composer of the, of the music for Journey, Austin Wintry. And so she's going to be playing some video game music, and then she's going to be playing the um, Eternal Vow, which is one of the main themes from the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. <laughs> this, now, we're really talking crossover, 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 crossover. Yes, yes. I Animated mean, feature, uh, major release motion picture, uh, popular video game, and also a classical concerto. I'm just blown away at, at how, how varied that is 
but and how talented she has to be to be able to to exist in all those realms. Right, and all of these too, all almost all of these pieces has a a cello uh, improvised section to it. Um, so, uh, in the case of the um, uh, video games, it begins with a uh, an improvised cello solo, and at the end it does too. In Crouch, Target, Hidden Dragon, there's an actual cadenza that was the composer Tan Dunn wrote out. And uh, uh, also in the um, Kung Fu Panda, there's a free-flowing end end section where she does a bit of improvising. And then for the Haydn, as many of us know, there's there's cadenzas that the composer write, but often the composers encourage the performers at that time to create their own um, cadenzas. And uh, so Tina's going to be created her own cadenza for the Haydn. So she's playing her own cadenza to the Haydn concerto. I'm speechless. <laughs> I am, uh, I don't know. Uh, the audience is going to be in for so many treats. Right. It's like dessert and dessert and more dessert and, <laughs> and then something more for dessert. It's yeah. exciting. Well, and, that, and that's just her part. You mean that somebody else is playing? Yeah, yeah I know. There's, I know. A, there's an orchestra. There is an that. orchestra there <laughs> that's going to be playing with her and all those things, of, uh, course. Yes, of course. But you, you're you going to start off the evening? Yeah, well, let me back this up a little bit. Since uh, Tina is uh, very well known, uh, she's we wanted to end with her. So all these pieces I told you, she ends with. And for our audiences out there, if you like it enough... Um, and you applaud long enough, she does have an encore ready to perform. So uh, she will um, she will be doing almost all of the second half. But um, interesting thing, we start out that uh, the second half with a piece called Chivalry, and it's by uh, the American composer Lindahl Mitchell from a larger piece called Kentucky Mountain Portraits. And this is uh, one of a number of works that uh, I try to find every once in a while, uh, works by... American composers that um, have very little play. And in the case of this, uh, our librarian, Mark Rogers, was telling me when he got the parts, he, he realized that the parts that he got showed that this piece has never been played before, like in, in, in this kind of context. I came upon it uh, on a recording by Howard Hansen. And so the, he recorded the piece, but as far as, as we could tell, it hasn't been publicly performed uh, live, if not at all, at least since this recording came out in the 1940s. So uh, I did some looking around. There's very little thing information if you try to look up Lindahl Mitchell, the composer. If you try to look up that piece, the only thing that comes up is this one single recording of it. 80 years ago. Yeah, and we just don't, uh, there's no, um, there's nothing, if you go to YouTube, there you can't find anything about that, about this a piece at all which has got to be the piece. rarest the rarest compliment of non-existence almost well we we will be when when we do this of course we will, i will put the video up on our youtube channel and it will be the only video performance live performance of the chivalry from kentucky mount portraits by lindall mitchell that is on uh, available anywhere so uh so it'll be a first which is, I think, is great for for little old Victoria. Of course. Uh, so we'll start with that. It's a delightful uh, piece. It it actually uses two different uh, uh, folk songs. Skip to my Lou, 
and the Paw Paw Patch. Uh, so those two are actually uh, folk songs that he used to incorporate it. And it's Copeland-esque in a, in a way. Uh, it's, it's decidedly uh, modern because of the harmonies, but, uh, but using folk songs, you, 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 even though it's not Western in flavor necessarily, uh, one is reminded of Copeland's Hoedown from Rodeo as, as a, as a uh, model uh, of a sort. But uh, anyway, he, he wrote this piece, and that's what we're going to start out with that second half and then all of Tina's, which you talked before. But the first half is all, um, instead of having a one large work, we're going to have four smaller pieces, all of which were, are delightful and very different from each other. The first is, the, is speaking of Copeland, Copeland's Fanfare for the Common Man, which is everybody, I think, everybody has, knows has, that, has heard that, uh, has heard that before. And then we're, we're going to be uh, playing Brahms' Academic Festival Overture, which was his overture of various col college um, theme songs that mm -hmm. he put together into a, a potpourri of um, uh, about 10 minutes of wonderful uh, tunes and in only the way that Brahms could do it. And then we're doing the uh, seminal uh, work that introduced the 20th century Impressionistic period, and it's Debussy's Prelude to the Afternoon of a Fawn, oh. following that, which is decidedly different than all of these. And then we're, we end that first half with um, Strauss, Johann Strauss's Overture to Deflator Mouse. So lots of fun, jocular, <laughs> uh, easily singable tunes. Sounds like it's going to be a wonderful evening. Yes. I Thank you so. so much, Daryl. You're welcome.